Guys, welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goals to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah. Today is a pretty special and amazing day, just because, you know, when I started this podcast, one of the the concepts or the, uh, I guess, motifs, or the idea that I had in mind with this podcast is like, I want it to be more of a conversation, right? It's like you're just chatting with your homie and um, you guys are catching up on things and, you know, it's just a vibe. It it should be normal. It should be something that you look forward to doing. And uh, it's not often that I get to have, you know, these meaningful chats (laughs) with my friends on this actual podcast and, um, you know, you guys be missing all the all the good parts. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but today, I wanted to change that because, you know, someone who's been important to me for damn near a decade now, I think, um, you know, my brother, my buddy, you know, our conversations are always ridiculous. And, you know, he's truly somebody that I enjoy and, uh, you know, heart of gold, hard worker and just brilliant. So I was like you know what, it would be cool to have you just on here chatting um, because we talked about it for a minute and uh, to finally have it happen is a big deal. So without further ado, welcome in my buddy, Mr. David. Dave, what's up, brother? What's up? That was an amazing introduction. Um, I am a little bit gassed up right now, so (laughs) thank you for having me on your platform. I really appreciate that, you know. Uh, we have been talking about it for a long time, um, and I'm so happy that it's happening. And I'm a little scared for our conversation, uh, but I'm also a little, a little anxious and a little nervous. But I'm also very, very excited. So, yes, nothing to worry about, dude. It's, it's, uh, there's, there's no hot seat here. I think it was just, um, it was a long time coming. Like you said, we back in June, was it June or May? We were talking about. Um, you know, talking about mental health and everything, right? And yeah. also talking about your podcast because uh, yes. you got your yes. own podcast, brother. Yeah, I still got my yeah, I have my own podcast. Yep. Um, what is it? Tell the people. It's Uka with Habibi. Um, it's still in the preliminary stages. Mm-hmm. Still, um, I'm going to be launching hopefully next month. And yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be pretty much about everyday topics um it's like don't get your news from the news channel anymore you're gonna get it from me but in a way exactly it's gonna be very specific though so if you like horror true crime that's where you want to come to me and i love i love talking about horror like me and and i say you can talk about horror stories for hours uh yeah so if you guys are interested in that uh hopefully by next month it will be launched and you can always check my instagram page and for updates so yeah i'll put all i'll put all his infos in in uh in in the description of this episode and you guys should definitely check it out i think what i love about david david i'll tell you what i enjoy about you is you have a way of being very that's what i'm looking for insightful and at the same time hilarious and it's effortless. It, like there's, there's no, you're not trying to be funny. It's, it's just who you are. And I, I think because I, I thought you thought he, I thought you thought I was corny, but. <laughs> 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 
dude, no. I think it's no. It's uh, there have been times he would like we'll talk on audio message, and this is you know I I talk about the the process of friendship often and how you know it doesn't require proximity. Um, just requires the the wanting to be in each other's lives and you know everybody has different approaches to what friendship means to them how it, how it works what it should look like etc and you know I think our friendship has found this very interesting balance right that I I personally I don't have with too many people uh and I think that's just by design <laughs> But it, it, it works and it's, you know, getting to the point like, you know, David and I will send each other audio messages because I think that for me is almost like being able to talk to each other without just texting. Because texting can be kind of, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah, it seems, yeah. it's, Text was, it's hard to understand. Like, I feel like I come off, a, I don't want to say ruder or I come off like, in a sense of like when I'm trying to make a joke or if I'm trying to, I feel like um, express myself, it's way easier to express myself through audio messages because you'll hear my my voice, my tone of voice. Uh, I feel like you can kind of also get a concept of like my body language in the audio voice, even though mm -hmm. you can't see me. But um, in text messages, it's, it can just be very short and mm -hmm. very, you know, it can come off a certain type of way. And I don't want to ever... Uh, not be able to express exactly how I feel or express, you know, any any jokes, you know, because I feel like when it comes to any uh, being humorous and being able to to just be light and, you know, with any conversation, I feel like a lot of our conversations are very, other than be when we're in deep, deep conversations, most of it's very lighthearted. So, and it's very hard to do that through text messages because some of my emojis, I'm horrible at picking the right emojis. Like, it's terrible. Like, my selection of emojis, I don't know what it is. If it's my iPhone. But, yeah, it's not great. So that's why I definitely love the audio messages. I feel like that shows that you're very comfortable. And I feel like we're very comfortable with one another. And maybe too comfortable with one another. No, I think I think we have the right amount. I tell, of Isaiah, I tell Isaiah everything. So that's why he, I, he's my own therapist, I swear. Sometimes I'll, I'll just going to rant and he's just like uh <laughs> <laughs> it's, you, know, I, you know those late night rants bro those are the best though it's like they say um you know it's 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 the hours between like 12 and some other time is when people get the most honest so you know i always welcome your rants bro because they're ridiculous they're absurd and you know you're my homie so when it's all said and done it's like there's never I look for an opportunity for us to connect versus not, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it just works. Um, yeah, but uh, you, you so Isaiah lives in L.A. and I live in New York. That's yes, sir. Yeah, but we still make sure that we put in the effort to have a beautiful relationship. Yeah. And, you know, he is a person that I can always go to and I can always I always know he's going to be there and I always know he's going to be there with an open ear and he's never going to be, um, he will never judge you based off what you say. And like, that was one of the biggest and most, he's been probably been one of the biggest, most supportive people in my life uh, for the last decade. And so, you know, that is a homie for sure. And it's, it's a big thing to be said when it comes to maintaining friendships, being a good friend and, and, you know, it's, it's, 
I, with social media and a lot of these platforms, sometimes even though it it are it's platforms and it's it's apps that make it easier, it's supposed to make it easier to be able to communicate. But in in a lot of ways, I feel like it has hindered a lot of people's um social skills in a lot of ways. Like when that's what I've been I've been uh, witnessing or been trying kind of been observing and so to be able to maintain a good friendship that lasts 10 years and like the social media you know up yeah. and coming you know it's beautiful so i i appreciate you so much you know that and you know i love you to death so wow. <laughs> are you blushing are you blushing a little bit bro <laughs> i didn't do hair and makeup before i recorded this episode well, i know well you're not gonna get that ever again i'm just joking <laughs> So I'm glad you had this on recording so you can play (laughs) documentation like, hey, look, he said it. But no, thank you, man. That's that's real. And I don't take it lightly. And, uh, you know, the same can be said. It's it's funny. I, you know, we we talk about this, you know, sometimes you run the risk in a lot of your relationships of being the go to. Right. The, the, The strong friend. Right. We've talked about that. And I think it's such a beautiful thing when somebody meets you in that space. And, you know, you've done that for me over the years too, bro. It's like, if I need to talk about something or there's something just puzzling, it's like, you come in with some knowledge. And this is what I appreciate about you because you're ridiculous. And at the same time, you're very real. And the balance is effortless, bro. It's it's really a gift, I think, to have someone who is just full of light and comedic timing, but also very much someone who's sincere and uh, cares deeply. So that is very much you. That is your brand. And, uh, you know, which is funny because one of the things I wanted to ask you, how did you come up with your your idea for your, your podcast? Because it's about ghosts, right? And, you know, current events. So uh, what, what was the, besides just liking to talk about it, like, what do you think... Uh, for you is like, yeah, this is something I want to do and immerse myself in. Yeah, so I really, honestly, I was so excited to make a um, a logo of myself. That was the most important thing. No, I'm just joking. So no, honestly, but it was one of my favorite things in creating this process. I know people are just like, oh my god, how fun! How much fun did you have? Like having uh, the episodes, recording the episodes. I'm like, honestly, my favorite part was always the logo. I created this amazing logo through, and, and I, I cannot believe how good it looks. Like it looks yes. exactly like me. However, yeah. how I want, but for real, how I really, why I wanted to start is because I was watching like a lot of these, um, horror shows or horror movies that was on Netflix and I love Netflix. I'm not gonna, I'm not, but a lot of them were ridiculous. So I wanted to come up with something that was a little bit on uh i guess a, a human level well i don't know because if you see some of those netflix series you you understand what i'm talking about but uh, i wanted to be able to make it fun and light and be able to um also talk about things that are super interesting like i love talking about true crime cases i love to talk about um things that have happened in the real world because i really want to understand the mind of someone who can create so much damage or or cause so much harm to people without you know um really you know giving a crap i don't know if i could say that on here but yeah yeah i curse a little (laughs) yeah no yeah i think 
it's also when it comes to any true crime, I feel like there's a lot of cases that I knew about that when I speak to friends or when I talk to people, they're like, I had no idea about that. Like I had absolutely no, like, I didn't know that was real. And I was like, yeah, um, there was, I remember when I told you about the horror story about a girl who they, she met somebody on Tinder and that whole situation with her neck. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. So, so anytime I tell that story, people never, at least, always are in shock. So well, it's an uh, urban legend, isn't it? An urban legend, yeah. So eventually we found out it was an urban legend. Yeah. Uh, but even that, to be able to look at it, like, could it be real? Is it? Is it real? Like, is it, you know, that always intrigued me because I always went through, like, series of pages to figure out whether it was real or not. But what? yeah, no. Yeah, so that was one of the main reasons I also wanted to start my podcast. Yeah. And, and I also wanted to bring amazing people like you on the podcast, hopefully one day, uh, where we could talk about, horror stories and horror movies or true crime and just any day day, like any everyday events like I remember um I know everybody was talking about the submersible not that long ago yes yeah I was I could not sleep okay I could not sleep for like days thinking about what was happening down there so like yeah things like that you know things situations like that current events um and really trying to get a real life you know um you know conversation uh mm-hmm. and making it a little bit um i also want to take suggestions from people who view the podcast and look at the podcast yeah. um so that you know oh hey can you talk about this and then where the next two or three episodes might be about someone's comments so i kind of want it to be a little bit more interactive in that that sense so um but yeah that's one of the main reasons i want to make sure that people enjoy it and it's gonna be lighthearted and fun and it's gonna be uh informative too uh but yeah yeah, that's cool. I can, I can turn around and ask you, why do you want to start your own podcast? Oh man, well, I think how many episodes is it? What episode is this? 232, 34? Because it's it's coming up on the five year anniversary. Wow. Uh, I think next week. What? So it's kind of ironic. I think every year, and it's not necessarily intentional, but I have I end up having a guest. On around my five year or around the anniversary of the podcast, something different just happens, and it's not something that's intentional. I remember when I first started my podcast, my mom she was the first guest. She's the first. She's the OG. Yes, so that will go down in history, and that was like an amazing conversation, just chilling with her. She's she's a lot like you, so it makes sense why I was like, yeah, I want to have this this guy on here Um, because Because it's brilliant woman. Yeah, she's she's right. (laughs) She's brilliant and she's very funny, like her delivery, and it's always under the radar with her. And um, you guys definitely have those similarities. I I can I think if you guys were in a room together, I could just sit back and just watch y'all interact. Yeah, I'm. uh, She's not. So you're not gonna be my first guest. I think she's gonna be my first guest on my podcast. (laughs) Bro, you know, started off great. Started off great and get people in. And I mean, I she shoot, she probably would be a good person to actually talk to based on a lot of work. Um, how do you take care? So, so to answer your question, um, I, I. I think I just wanted to create a space where, you know, we talk about the real things, like you said. And, um, you know, for a long time, I was writing short horror stories and that stopped. Um, it took a pause. It didn't stop. I should say it took a pause because, you know, life just got busy. And, you know, with social media and I guess just life, 
there are so many pieces of you that change or so many pieces of you that come to pass. And, you know, writing the horror stories, um, I didn't necessarily intend to be writing my own stories. What happened was when I first started, I was like, you know, like you, it was like, you know, put out a form or something and have people submit their stories and I'll narrate. And no one ever submitted stories. There was one or two people. Yeah, yeah it was, it was like. I submitted one. Yeah. Why didn't I submit one? I don't know. Cause you don't love me. Oh my God. I feel <laughs> so bad. It was like, it was like that kid that invites his whole school to his birthday party and nobody shows up. And I'm oh like, my God. Wait, I'm not even tripping. Cause I could eat all this. Happened to me yesterday. That I had a picnic. It happened to me yesterday. No. Yeah. I sent, so I hosted a, a picnic in Central Park mm-hmm. and I told everybody to be there at 12. Okay. 12 PM. And people ended up showing the first guest that was showed up at like 1.30 p.m. And I had all this food, all this stuff for, out in the sun for an hour and a half. And people kept coming up to me asking me if I was a financial tech group. So I was just like, oh, so I started texting all my friends like, you better come here now because I do not want to be asked if I'm a financial tech group. At one point, I was just going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm a financial, just come. I just needed people to be around me. I feel like there's definitely probably videos on someone's TikTok like with the sad music in the background, taking a video of me being alone with yeah. a big blanket and all this food and just no one showing up. It was just one of those moments where I was like, man, this was exactly how I felt in gym class when I got picked last, you know. Well, uh, I'm gonna ask you, how did how did that feel? Like legitimately, did it did it make you feel like bad? Because I know that was important to you. you it, well, it so- it definitely did. It felt made me feel like I didn't um because that was my first time hosting. Yeah, something um, where I was just like, I want all my friends to come together. And I just felt um, in a way like, I don't know, something when it, it had nothing to do with them because they've texted me, hey, I'm running late. But it was more so like an internal feeling where I was just like, because uh, I'm used to just going to a spot and being like, you know, and, and there already being people there, or like one, two people. Obviously, um, I've never seen how it was on the other side where it's like you're waiting for that first guest to arrive and like you're anxious as anybody can come. Um, and, and it was a, an amazing time. Like I had the best time of my life eventually, like when everybody showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, during the hour and a half, like I learned a lot. I learned you cannot leave cheese on the charcuterie board in the sun because it will melt. Oh, that yeah. was, yeah, big, big rule that I learned. Um, definitely never doing that again. Yes. And, but it was definitely, um, definitely like one of those moments where I was just like, well, okay, like I felt like just like how I felt like I feel like in middle school or, or sometimes in high school, um, mm-hmm. or situations that have happening where it's like especially the first day of school I don't know where I'm gonna sit stuff like that things that that bring back those feelings of feeling like um of of I don't know if it's unloved but it's more so yeah oh, I, I said alone not unloved yeah or are you saying un- unloved uh, it could be unloved or or alone um yeah. abandoned yeah I think I think at the end of the day it was definitely uh tough in that that moment but um when people started showing up it was just like oh they do care (laughs) (laughs) how did you um i think that's so funny thank you for sharing that by the way too because i think that is uh you know it's it's something that we we fail to realize we think because we grow older that these feelings or these experiences that we had from way back when die off but it's like it just takes that one experience right to bring back literally you are literally put back 
into that very moment. Like you said, you remember getting picked last in gym class. Like, and the last time that happened was damn near a decade ago, probably, right? So it's like, you haven't had that experience in so long. However, the recall of that experience is very, very easy, right? And still very much something that's, um, that's palpable. Like you don't need to, all it needs to be is somebody not showing up. And it's, you know, how in those moments of vulnerability for you or moments of fear and uh, doubt in terms of how invaluable you are as a person because you are, how do you think you take care of yourself in those moments to kind of rewrite the script of that, you know, no one loves you or, you know, you don't have anybody around you? Like, is there anything in particular that you kind of say to yourself or do to just, you know, self-soothe a little bit? Or do you just kind of, you know, call the cops and just, you know, send out smoke signals? Yeah, I usually, it's well, if I'm not calling the cops, it's uh, I usually tell myself, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Don't worry. <laughs> like that. Chris Jenner and the whole thing, I don't know, but uh, I I usually just just most of the time just give explanations for um some of the people like like for yesterday I gave kind of oh you know what they're running they're gonna be here don't worry like that they're you know um trains commuting you know it's tough some people have schedules so in yeah. that sense I always give the benefit of the doubt I feel like for the other pe person or group of people. Yeah. And then secondly, for myself, I think I always, I've learned to try not to be, uh, to have expectations going into anything, even with this, even though I didn't have expectations, obviously I hurt a little, mm -hmm. but um, it's, it has helped me over the years uh, with having no expectations going to any situation. Mm -hmm. And as, as tough as it, as it is, because we want to have expectations from people, but it's, I don't want to put my happiness or my emotions onto someone or a group of people that I know might not be able to make those meet those expectations. Yeah. So, um, a, a lot of sense, like in a lot of situations, I go in, um, you know, with no expectations and try to make the best of it and just talk to myself, like, you know what, like, um, give it another 15 minutes, give it another 20 minutes. Like, you know, yeah. you're just talking to yourself to be able to, calm yourself down in those situations and and um you know if you have a friend nearby if you have somebody that you have on speed dial um you know if you have food oh food always helps me yes I mean, food is a big thank god i had all that food by myself and you got to look at things in a positive way like so in that situation i could have been like oh my god no one is here everyone hates me blah blah right. but in that situation, i was like oh my god nobody's here i have all this food to myself <laughs> i have all this amazing food to myself they are gonna be hating and by the time they get here the cheese is gonna be melted on the jacuzzi board so they can't eat that so check me <laughs> well something you mentioned as far as the not having expectations of people you know what i found david there there's ex there's little expectations of someone when you trust them and that could be so i, I the way i think about it is like because as you were talking i was like yeah, with this episode, I didn't have any expectation. I was just like, we're going to do our thing because I trust who you are and I trust our relationship to know that there's no need to have these grand expectations. Instead, I just trust that we're going to do our thing. Yeah, that's, a, right? that's a good way to put it. I didn't even think of it that way. I didn't either until you said it because it was like, <clears throat> you know, you found ways to one, take care of yourself, but also 
you know, like you said, you learn to not have expectations of people. And by design, we have expectations of people. We just need to figure out what they are. And I think in, in, in relationships where you trust the other person, your expectations align with who they are. So even if, you know, let's say there is kind of like a hiccup or something, you still, in some way, shape, or form, on a, on a deeper level, you expect that that person is going to be as authentic, truthful, and intentional as they always are. So therefore, your, your mind doesn't really go anywhere else, right? As to where, you know, there's somebody you may not know, and your expectations of them is very minimal, because it's like, well, I don't know you, so I trust you to be whoever the hell you are, and that's just what it's going to be, right? Um, that's, I think that's, Huh? That's a good way to put it, the way you put it. I didn't think about it until you were talking about it. I was like, yeah, you know, because I realized I don't have these grand expectations of, I think, people in general. And then I don't have these crazy expectations of the people that I trust. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's because, that. you know, going in, because at the time, I even, I knew they were going to show, like, at the, I, there's free there's free food they're gonna come i know my friends they're gonna go so sure. uh they but in that moment it just in a sense you can't help it your mind goes to places that you can't really you know figure out why and i think I do with you know it's a whole different topic mm -hmm. child, mm -hmm. you know things that have happened in your past trauma you know however mm -hmm. um yeah that's a great way to put it because i didn't have any expectations and and, but I wasn't also upset or or angry towards anybody, and it was because I knew everyone was going to show up, have a great time. It's yeah. just in that one hour, it was a temporary temporary feeling of you know, like where where are these people at? Like <laughs> like why don't you love me? Right? Why is the cheese yeah. melting? Yeah, exactly. But then I also had a bag of Cheetos that I ate to myself, so mm. I was not mad. I was not mad. Um, but I was mad that everybody thought was a financial tech group because because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, at one point I was like, yeah, just come, just, just sit with me. Yes, I'm part of this. <laughs> yes. yes. I would love for you to converse with me, please. Oh. I was going to start talking to the birds at one point. I'm like, um, I really need to get out of here. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad people showed up for you, and it's like you know, I think it speaks to who you are. Like, people are not gonna leave you hanging, and you know, one of the things that's I think is a great reminder is whenever you're in doubt about who people are, it it it, it helps to be more um, trustful of who you are instead. So it's like. You know, if you know what kind of person you are, you know, you know what kind of individual you are. You know that people care about you. But even if you don't always know that, it's cool to just kind of take stock and inventory of you as a financial advisor. No, but of you as the kind of person that you are is like, I'm this, I'm a very intentional person, et cetera. And truth be told, the people that are going to meet me in that space are the people who are also that in themselves and they value it and see it in me. And it's hard. Like it doesn't take away from those moments of, you know, pain. However, 
it does allow us to sometimes focus on what we do know. If I don't know what you're going to be, if you're going to show up, whatever the case may be, I can at least know that I'm the type of person that deserves that. I'm the type of person that offers that. So therefore, you know, I can only, I can only do what I, I'm aware of and all, I can only do what I'm capable of. So yeah, I hope, you know, the next time that does happen, you just kind of trust yourself and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm this kind of person and, you know, this is how I take care of people. So the people who want to take care of me are going to be present and meet me in that space, right? Good, yeah. yeah, great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of, how do you, when, because you said your podcast is, is, um, is about like true crime and horror stories and everything like that. And that's some pretty like weighted stuff, right? Like this, this is some heavy stuff, especially like a lot of your, your stories and your recounts will be based on actual events, which means that this actually happened to a person. And when you immerse yourself in that, like you're having to read that information, you're having to process that information. And, you know, it's, it's kind of almost reliving it in a way, like indirectly kind of experiencing it for yourself. And that could be like pretty heavy. So how do you think you take care of your, your mental health or like, how do you think it will be important to, to kind of keep yourself grounded as you do all this research and, 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 you know, put this stuff out there? Like, what do you think, um, or how do you take care of yourself now? But also what do you think would be important moving forward it's it's funny that you say that because um growing up i've always loved horror movies anytime i felt um or in true crime um every time i felt whether it was anxious or or um you know upset or or you know in any sense of the word unhappy i would go towards uh you know i would watch a horror movie or i would watch a ghost adventure show or watch something that was in some sort of like the afterlife, um, I love the exorcism movies. I love the conjuring movies. Like, sure. I think I'm a freak because I love to watch those, you know, but that's where I find solace and that's where I find comfort. So in a lot of sense, um, even though, you know, when it comes to true crime, it's a little horror movies, it could be fictional. It could be, you know, um, but when it comes to true crime, that was always like a hurdle for me because some of these things are stories are so graphic and some of these stories are you know and I try to look at it in a sense of um in a in a way of like how would I if I was a relative to this victim or how would I like to be you know portrayed this show like this this story how would I like to convey the story how would I you know and and truth be told if I had a relative that has been um whether it was murdered or or killed or in any sense of the word um hurt uh i would want someone to talk about my story because at the end of the day with any tragedy and with any anything in life um i feel like in a sense there's always something great that happens and and not not in the sense of like what happened to them but um like looking at the silver lining of any any story there's always going to be something positive that comes out of a terrible outcome whether it's a learning lesson whether it's 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 an amazing you know um story to have been told or Mm -hmm. you know um and this is not saying what they went through people should go through suffering for for a great story but it is saying you know like this if, if i was you know the victim or if i was 
the uh, victim's family member, I would want it to be spoken about and I would want my story to be told. And um, a lot of things in the sense of like, say if someone passes away, like um, have, some of these lives have been, you know, shortened for a certain amount of years. Yeah. There's some people who have died way too early. So you kind of keep their spirit going from just telling those stories. And I've always was interested in like, um, and stories like that and uh and 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 being able to portray stories a certain way to be able to have it to be a little bit lighthearted yeah it would it's, it's, it is a very hard balance to do um yeah. because when you're speaking about things like this people are just like you shouldn't be making jokes you shouldn't be joking around about these yeah. stories however mm -hmm. i think that um for a lot of people who are not connected to these characters yeah. um it's you know, it's, you have to keep it lighthearted um, because when you're hearing 30 crime stories a day or when you're hearing, it will take a toll on you. So for me personally, um, you know, it's, um, it's just the message that I would want to be able to convey a story um, in, a, in a light of which, you know, how I would want to be, you know, how my story would want to be told. If, uh, if that happened to me so yeah okay that's cool i like that i think um yeah and i i mean i trust you you're gonna do just fine i'm excited to like it's just a nervous it's just a very um tough it's a small line to um to, to walk be, yeah to walk exactly yeah. and it and i've had trouble being able to be myself in front of a camera um oh. while telling these stories that was always one of my biggest struggles yeah. with um having a podcast and i didn't know how difficult it was until yeah. i started manufacturing these dad jokes and i was like oh my god i gotta stop i have maybe that is me i don't know because i'll play it back i'm like how does isaiah stand me i'm like this is horrifying dude. I, so <laughs> I went through so many deletes like i would have to delete so many videos because i was like this is not authentic. It didn't feel authentic to me like i just didn't it felt so manufactured and uh -huh. i didn't want my podcast to be that i wanted to show me who i am and i want to show um you know and i want to talk about things that i like like i love to talk about true crime and i love to talk about horror horror stories yeah. so uh it definitely is going to be an exciting podcast but it's also um you know it's it's a new avenue for me so i will be taking a lot of advice from you <laughs> you know i always call you i always call you for anything so uh, yeah no so i got you i think i think honestly i think you're gonna do just fine um and you know the 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 being on camera the jitters like i said one of the 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 things that i use as a tool is um i don't know i i think i talk to myself a lot anyway so it's like the conversations that i have out loud are just an extension of that in a lot of ways um and it just feels kind of natural and um you know, I think when you when you have the right intentions, and I tell people this all the time, if your intention is to just be yourself and do something and create something that's important to you, everything else kind of washes away because you're not your goal is to not um, get people's attention. Your goal is to just do something that's intentional, right? And when you have that process and that awareness and that that trajectory it makes it easier and um i think for you it's gonna it's it's gonna be just fine bro it's gonna be yeah. just fine so, you know yeah. i think it's one of those things that i just uh 
yeah um i i'm gonna take it a step at a time and i'm gonna I soak it all in and I'm just gonna be myself and yeah if you know, I'm crazy. At least I'm crazy myself. You know, I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna be. I'd rather, they would. There's a saying that I really like. It's you would rather people um, hate you for who you are than like you for what you're not. So uh, I'm it trying is. to keep it as authentic as possible and just be myself. Um, and hopefully, you know, when the episode starts, episodes start rolling out, yeah. you know, I get some positive feedback, and then hopefully, is the ones that are negative. Oh, you will be blocked. So no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Rock and bless. <laughs> block button does work, y'all. So yeah. make sure. <laughs> the block button still works. That has not been I, ha- I have to control my bubble. I have to make yeah. sure that I put my energy. Well, yeah. I think you know what's funny, bro? I think that is so important. And um I wanna do like a lightning round with you before we end, but I think, you know, protecting your space is very important um, because, you know, the internet allows people to do and say things that they would never say in person, right? And they get to say these things and then walk away from their phone and not have to deal with any ramifications. And they think because you are a, a public figure or something, you're putting yourself out there, which means that you should be susceptible or open to whatever harshness may come your way, right? Um yeah. And I think it is important the way I like to think about anything that I create, whether it's my podcast, my social media or anything is like, this is a home for me. Like this is an extension of my home that I'm building. Right. And people are allowed to walk into it. Right. The door is open. However, if you walk in with your shoes on and you think you're going to kick stuff around, that's not how this works. This is my home that I created. Right. So I am allowed to protect it. Right. And it's not um removing the ability to have discourse or conversation because that is cool however i think sometimes people overstep their boundaries or they're just very unkind and they think because and they use the trajectory of like well you're a public figure or this is social media it's 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 open to discussion however they are very sensitive when you give them feedback on return which means that it's not about it whether or not it's social media and being open to discussion it's you wanting to be a very nasty person um yeah. you know so i think that's good that you're and i got your back dude i mean whatever you need on my end that's 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 implied that brings me comfort as well oh, um, it's just also bad. yeah it's also um and when it comes to these comments people are it's always like a one-sided thing because it's like hey you you suck and then i'm like i look at their profile and it's blank and i'm like oh my god yeah like, I, I can't even say you suck back because like i don't know who the hell they are and, right. then, and then yeah they have yeah so it's very it's very tough i feel like we both had well i think on my social media um on my tiktoks i would post videos and um i was I kind of stopped in a way like I stopped really posting I was really wondering why and it was because um of a few comments that were like under my page that just were ridiculous and I I think it, it I don't think it is the complete reason I think it was one of those things that in the back of my head subconsciously mm-hmm. uh, I, I just kind of didn't want to deal with that mm-hmm. um however um you know it, it it is it is tough to but also some criticism is not always bad criticism I love when it's constructive um i can take that yeah but but when it comes to just being nasty and rude it's just like keep that over there yeah, yeah it's not the vibe yeah yeah good for you i'm proud of you man this is this is a big deal and this is like a, a new step and 
you know, you already work very hard. However, you are always willing to kind of expand your horizons. And I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be. I want you to know, you help because you're very, you're very, um, you love to explore. I feel like you're not afraid of, of going outside your comfort zone or you're not afraid to um, create and in and, and any sense of the word you made, you're an author, you have this amazing podcast, you, you're like going viral on my Instagram and on TikTok and, you know, you're doing amazing things, which I'm pr- so proud of you, you know, um, and you're never afraid to create. And this is why you've built the brand that you have. And it's because you always, you're not afraid of creating something, even if you think it's going to fail in any sense of the word, you don't care. You go and you do it because listen, like that's one thing that was always my biggest fear of, of failure. Yes. Um, I always look to him, like, you know what? Like Isaiah was able to do all of this. He has his pockets. Like they say, um, Beyonce has 24 hours in the day. Uh, so what are you doing? You know? And I would say what tw- Isaiah has 24 hours in the day, but look what the hell, you know, he has, every, he has, and, and I'm very proud of you. Uh, and and I do look up to you when it comes to just cre- creating yeah. and being able to, to uh, have it hold an audience and, and be able to be authentic and real and, and be consistent. I think that's a big thing. You know, it's very hard to be consistent, but you're, you're up. Let me tell you something. This is way too early for me. This is 9, 8, well, 9, 10 a.m. I say yeah. living in California. He's up at 6 a.m., you know, recording this podcast. So I just want to let you guys know that this man is dedicated and is extremely consistent. Um, but show us your calendar. Your cal- I want to see your calendar. It's probably like every 15 minutes. Got to do this. Got to do this. Dude, you know what's funny? I don't have a physical calendar. It's just it, like it's in my head. I'm like this. I got to do this, 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 and this. And it's so crazy. I'm like, it's funny because I think, um, first of all, thank you for saying those things. And uh, I think... Um, it will be something that I remind myself of as I continue on because it's easy to get kind of, you know, stressed out, bogged down or feel discouraged at times. Um, so thank you for, for expressing that. But, um, yeah, I don't have a physical calendar. Um, I tried to do it sometimes, but then I'm like, well, I got to run to this next thing, but I'm learning to take more pauses and, you know, intentional pauses in my growth, but also in, my work, um, because I think, and you know this, like when you work very hard, a lot of times you don't even see the work that you do. You just want to work or you think yeah. you need to work. And it's like, all right, well, what is it all for if I'm not appreciating myself in this process? You get me? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, all right. So before I let you go, here's a lightning round for you. What's your favorite horror movie, your favorite anime, and three things that you value about friendship? Okay, so my fair horror movie is uh you guys gonna kill me for this one, but I have an, a weird obsession with the first conjuring. I know uh, that Yeah, that's that's my movie. I will watch that every day. I tried to make my mom watch it and I was like, Mom, she loves romantic movies. No so I was like, Conjuring I is a romantic movie. Huh? Conjuring is a romantic Yeah, it is, yeah, exactly. It's a romantic movie between a demon and a family. Like that's what I told her. And at first she she did so her English is like some part. So yeah. she thought that demon was like a person's name. And I was like, yeah, it's like, a... <laughs> she's yeah. like, a man loving a family. Like, I don't get it. So I was like, yeah, mom. Yeah, just just watch it. Don't worry. And when she saw the first witch, like hanging, she was like, turn this off. 
<laughs> it was so good. Yeah, so, and my favorite anime would be Attack on Titan. I'm still not done. Uh-huh. Uh, however, I love that show. I feel like it's so good. Uh, I'm not super into anime. Yeah. Um, a lot of my friends are. Uh, a lot of my friends are trying to get me into anime. Um, yeah. I did love Dragon Ball Z, like, growing up as a kid my whole life. Um, but... Now, like recent animes, I would definitely say Attack on Titan. Uh, amazing show, love it. Mikasa is that girl. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then three qualities I look for in a friend. First quality I would say is um, that's a hard one. I never really had put any thought into it. Uh, first quality I would say is honesty. I okay. think I appreciate honesty. Mm-hmm. Uh, second is support someone who's supportive mm-hmm. uh, in my rush ideas mm-hmm. and three would have to be someone who I can just kick it with like someone who who's com- I'm comfortable with uh, I don't know if that's a quality but uh, yeah. yeah someone who who I can I can feel comfortable with you know I think and have those real conversations I think that's very important um but yeah yeah. So what about you? Wait. What about you? Before this lightning round ends, I want to know your three. My three. So my th- uh uh horror, horror movie anime. anime. Yes. Okay. So my favorite horror movie, I'd say, the original Halloween. That's oh, my jam. Hey, I did not expect that. Really? I thought we had this conversation. We had this conversation, but I I thought it would change. No, I'm pretty. Uh... I'm pretty consistent. I think it's the original Halloween. I've watched Jeepers Creepers a million and eight times. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say I Jeepers. almost said that. I almost yeah, said that. Huh? I really thought you were going to say Jeepers Creepers because that movie was creepy. Um, I love that. And we had a conversation was, about that before. That's inspired by a true story. Really? Yeah, I'm going to send you the link because it's trippy. Oh, uh, should I? I'm a little concerned because that doesn't even look like it would be remotely true. Well, the concept of it is all it's it's I'm gonna send you the link because yeah, it's it's sense. wild. So I got you on that. Yeah, so I'd say I'd say the original Halloween, but really like Jeepers Creepers. I say Halloween because I don't want well, Michael Myers always, to feel some. You always talked about but, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah. 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 Um favorite anime? I think Soul Eater is one of my favorite animes. Um just because, you know, I it's it's about the bonds that you have and like, you know, kicking ass through life and also the challenges that you go through with each other. Also, it was about like um it was just badassness. It was a really cool uh anime or is a very awesome anime that I thoroughly enjoy. I think out of all animes that I've watched over time, that's one that I've watched multiple times. Um, it's just a vibe. It's a real good feeling. Um, and I love buddy stories, right? Where it's like you got these people who all bond together and band together to, uh, for a greater good. And this one is literally trying to save the world. So it's like it's a badass show and I love it. Um, as far as friendship, <sighs> being intentional um being very uh thoughtful i think as both those are great ones yeah being intentional being thoughtful and also being um 
I think vulnerable is the word I'm looking for, but vulnerable is not emotional. And it comes, it's, it's to the point that you said, it's, I look for people that I feel safe with and safety is not just about danger, but safety is like, I want, are you a person that I, I feel okay sharing my good news with when I succeed and yeah, when I feel yeah. accomplished, yeah. you know, can I share this with you? Are you one of the first people I think about? And also, can I sit in the space with you where I'm not doing so well and I know you're going to be present? And we do that for each other, right? So safety is paramount for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, actually, I would change that to say, say safety. Mm -hmm. And I like your top three, then I like mine. Like, I would I would just swap yours out for mine. Because <laughs> yeah, no, that's literally, yeah, you're, you're in my head sometimes, Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, I think those are big. And uh, you actually have all those qualities, so. Thank you for thank you for being a friend, <laughs> dude. So yes, my guy. Thank you for being on this podcast with me today. Uh, Chris, it was a pleasure for yeah. me, and I had such a good time talking to you. Um, this early in the morning for me, you know, the AM. <laughs> dude, let the people know what your podcast is again before you leave. Oh 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 yeah, I can send it to you. Yeah. Uh, it's the Habibi uh, Hookah with Habibi podcast. And uh, yeah, it will be out sometime next month. Um, and I will be sending you the details uh, once it comes out. And yeah. hopefully you guys can come and support. You guys go and support. Because if you're supporting my homies, that means you're also supporting me. And if you love what I do, then, you know, David is an extension of me and somebody I value tremendously. So I think you guys are going to enjoy him. Yeah, well, thank you again. Um, I appreciate you so much. You already know. Uh, yes. And hopefully we'll do this again. And yes. your anniversary is every year you have, you have a guest. So hopefully yeah. we'll see. Yes. All right. All right, brother. All right, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. Make sure you get some sleep because it's 6 a.m. over there or 7. What? Actually, it's about 8 a.m. there. Yes. Just enjoy your day. And thank you guys so much for having me on here. And thank you, Isaiah. And hopefully... We'll do this again soon. Love you, brother. Guys, you. take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and take flight. Later. <laughs>